0: Hello. And welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts, personal trainers, life coaches, and motivational speakers. This program promotes good health through nutrition and physical activity. If you are interested in starting a personal fitness training program, please contact either Karen Roberts at 336-202-2313 or James Roberts at 336-707-7719. You can also contact them at Facebook, at livingfit.com.co. Please consult your medical doctor before starting any exercise program or nutritional plan. And now, here's James and Karen.
1: Hi, thank you so much for joining me for this week's Fit Tip. Today I want to share with you a perfect exercise to strengthen your core. But first go to Matthew 6, verse 1. Beware of practicing your righteousness before men to be noticed by them. Otherwise, you have no reward with your Father who is in heaven. Okay, so having a strong body is necessary for overall good health. And having a strong core is essential to maintaining mobility. One of the best core exercises is called the medicine ball or wood chop. This exercise is excellent for strengthening the obliques, shoulders, and upper back. You can also hold each... Um. End of a dumbbell or any weighted object for the wood chop exercises if you don't have a medicine ball. But caution, keep in mind other medicine ball exercises may involve tossing the ball, and we do not want to do this with weights or other objects. All right, so to execute this exercise, you want to stand upright with good posture. Straighten your arm so that the medicine ball is straight out in front of your body at chest height. Keep your arm straight, glutes squeezed, and core tight. Drop the ball to the lower left and then straight up to the upper right, as if vigorously chopping a straight line across your body. And that's it. You want to complete 10 to 15 chops and then switch to the lower right side of your body and repeat, this time going to the upper left side. This exercise will not only help strengthen your core, but it will build awesome oblique muscles, helping to reveal that six pack you always wanted. Some benefits of the medicine ball workout is that it's relatively inexpensive, making them a great option if you're on a tight budget and looking for a simple and effective tool that will help improve your fitness. Um, It's also very versatile. It's valuable for indoor and outdoor training. And by varying the way you use the medicine ball, you can get a total body workout. Weighted ball exercises can be used for squats, lunges, jumps, deadlifts, shoulder press, push-ups, chest tosses, and more. Regularly throwing a medicine ball will improve your hand-eye coordination, balance, and flexibility. Medicine balls um, exercises can be helpful during rehabilitation from an injury or surgery. They're beneficial for recovering from spinal, shoulder, and knee injuries. And you can start with a light ball and then move to a heavier one as recovery improves. Medicine balls are great for group or partner workouts. Exercises like passing the ball uh, back and forth between two or more partners engages multiple muscle groups, thus increasing the health benefits. So if you're looking for an effective exercise that will strengthen your core with a multitude of additional benefits, Add this medicine ball or woodchop exercise to your resistance training regimen, and you'll be glad you did. So I pray that this message has been a blessing to you. Please pass it on to family and friends, and remember to tune in to Living Fit today and every Tuesday at 11 a.m. on 100.7 FM, The Joy. And James and I will share more exciting health and wellness information with you. Have a blessed and terrific Tuesday.
2: Thank you, Karen. We want to just thank you all for listening each week, and we hope that we're saying something that's motivating you to to do things that are healthier in your life and, and getting the best results. You know, that's our goal here. We love you, and we want to see you be successful in your health, not necessarily weight loss, but in your health, quality of life. Uh, We've been talking about optimal health, and we've talked about the first thing we need to do is think about taking care of ourselves. We need to make ourselves uh, a priority in order that, that we might be able to take care of others. The Bible says that we need to love our neighbors as ourselves, and if we don't love ourselves, we won't take care of others. So let's do good about taking care of ourselves, making ourselves a priority waking up in the morning, exercising, eating right. The second thing, that's the next thing, was we talked about eating a healing diet, a diet devoid of things that will cause us harm, foods that promote health rather than harm us. So we talked about eating a healing diet. I I hope that you, if you missed any of these uh, shows, that you'll go back and listen to The podcast, Uh, we have the podcast, uh, Living Fit, and you can go back and listen to all this or you can go to our Living Fit site and listen to uh, whatever you might have missed. We talked about removing toxins. That was the third thing we talked about. That's the uh, things that we put in our body, the things that we put on our body, uh, whether it be uh, chemicals we're using to clean chemicals we're using on our body. We, when we know things are harmful, we just can't keep on doing it because we like the way it smells or it, it, it cleans you know better than some other product. We need to figure out a better way. And we need to remove people. You know, sometimes we don't know how to handle people until we get stronger. Now, now, you're going to get stronger when you have a clearer mind. So when you get stronger, you'll be able to deal with people. You don't want to dislike people. You don't want to push them away because you don't know. You may be the one to persuade them to get born again. So don't push people away completely, but know your limitations. No, Don't let them drag you down. As Pastor Thomas would say, you know, the elevator takes you up and it also takes you down. So don't let people drag you to the bottom floor. The other thing was we need to get proper sleep. And in order to do that, we do need to eat a healing diet. We need to, do need to remove toxins out of our body. And then we talked about exercise. Exercise is probably the most beneficial thing you're ever going to do. Our bodies are meant to move. We need to be physically active. It has the most healing properties of anything you're going to do. If you exercise and if you get physically moving, your body has a way of healing itself because it involves uh, breath awareness. It involves uh, flexibility. It involves strength. It involves endurance. You need to be physically active. We talked about making sure that we're properly hydrating our body. Our bodies are 60 to 70% water. Our brains are 80, 85% water. We need hydration. We need to be getting water. God's way of keeping us hydrated is water. The other way is fruits and vegetables. A lot of you don't eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. In the Americas, most people. The only vegetable they get is a potato, and it's fried. Uh, Our ketchup on the fries, and it's got sugar in it. (laughs) Uh, That's not the way you want to get your vegetable. You want to make sure that you get enough phytonutrients, phytochemicals, uh, enough fiber in your diet these are the things that keep satiety, so keep our bodies well. This is what we need to be doing in order to keep our bodies healing and feeling the way they should feel, and keeping us uh, in good, optimal health. We talked about breath awareness. You know, some people just we just breathe too hard. We breathe too fast. We breathe through our mouth and nose. We're not breathing properly. A lot of people say, "I know how to breathe well." We don't know how to breathe. We're breathing too fast. Sometimes we hyperventilate. We take in too much air at one time. And so we want to make sure that you know that you need to take deep breaths, slow your breathing down, and be aware of your breathing. And we talked about that last time. This time what we want to talk about is your emotions, your emotional awareness. We are very emotional people. We need other people. And we need to realize that people can hurt us with words, with deeds, with actions. We, we are very emotional people. And the one thing we must learn to do is uh, to be aware of our emotions. That means that we need to have emotional intelligence. We... Uh, the ability to perceive, to use, to understand, to manage and handle our emotions. Most people are, uh, when we each branch growing together to develop a strong emotional awareness of how we're feeling, you know, we need to be able to communicate that with other people. We need to be uh, aware we need to have a self-awareness. We need to be able to have a, a management of, of our uh, awareness and how we're going to react when people are. Uh, we start physical activity, or we start eating a healthier diet. We need to be aware of our social surroundings because a lot of this involves other people influencing us. And if we don't think about the way others are going to influence us, the way we're going to manage that influence. If we don't think about it, we won't won't, um, do it very well. So we need to have uh, a relationship with managing uh, our emotions. That means uh, knowing when feelings are present in ourselves and others It is closely related to the emotional uh, literacy, which means being able to label feelings with specific feeling words, and we need to be able to to, uh, predict how we're going to be reacting and feeling, and our level of emotions when people treat us differently are they they think that we're doing something that that they don't approve of. And so when it comes to your health, you need to know how to deal with people. When it comes to your emotional awareness, you need to be able to to think about how you're going to react, how you're going to uh, respond to people. you can't you can't let people uh, dictate how you're going to feel, how you're going to relate. We we need each other, but we need to know that a lot of the things that we deal with in emotional awareness is how we're going to react, especially when it comes to being physically active and uh, exercising and being able to respond to our children and understanding that they too have emotions and especially today, you know, with bullying and with, you know, with the COVID uh, variances we've had and not being able to go to school for a while and and kids have are gotten behind in school. So you need to be able to deal with emotions. And therefore, when it comes to being able to, deal with your emotions, how you're going to react to other people and how you're going to react to your children, you know, emotions. And you need to be aware that they're going through some things that, you know, are uncommon to what we went through or I went through as a child. So we need to be wise and understand that our children are suffering. And today, you know, with We have so many medias, They have the internet, you have your phone, you have your TV, and we're influenced by all these things, and we're influenced by the news media. Some of the information we're getting is not correct, some of it is correct, and we need to be able to study, we need to be able to be aware of the things going on around us and how we're going to respond to those things and uh so if if we don't know how we're going to respond it will be very difficult for us to uh, handle the emotions and get get to where we're able to put things in place that will help us become uh better in the way we manage our time and and uh manage our social awareness and the one thing that we need to do is have a clear vision of what we want to do. We need to have clarity. So you have to ask yourself, what do you want? You, you have to be able to voice it. You have to be able to decide exactly what you want. If, if you say that you want to be successful at weight loss, building a healthy physical uh, body, you have to decide exactly how you're going to go about that. You need to put it in writing. You need to write that down as a go. and you need to know how that everybody's not going to be on board with you and and you may have to put some distance between you and some people who do not deal well with change and or you need to be able to explain it you know i can't I, i'm i'm on a different route now i'm i'm fixing my problem But you need to know what you want and how you're going to make exactly what you want. And you need to put it down. And here's a good thing to do. You need to put down things that you can readily do. Things that you can get a win at very, very quickly. So that once you get, in our brains, what happens is when we accomplish a goal, we get this reward feeling in our brains that that makes us feel good. And it raises our adrenaline, makes us feel like we've accomplished our goal. Start out, if you can do it, something that you can do very, very readily. But always make what you're going to do a positive that this is where I am. This is where I'm going. You have to have your target. You have to aim for the center. You might not be hitting it every time, but you're still practicing to hit that that target. In Philippians 3.13 it says, Brothers, do not consider that I have made it My own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. We need to be pressing toward the goal, aiming toward the mark. The upward goal is to be able to, the, uh, for the prize of the upward call of God. If God is telling you that, you know, you, you, you prayed to God, you've asked God for healing, he's gave, given you a way to heal. It takes action. Action takes you delivering on the action. So in order for you to do that, you need to keep your goal in front of you. Write it down. Show yourself. This is where I'm headed. Read it every day and say, "This is no. I'm not. I'm not stopping till I accomplish this." You do it you, We do it all the time. You know, if, when we when we are we lose our job, we need another job. We have to focus our energy on gaining what we want, and the way you do that is not to be afraid of what others are going to say about what you're trying to do, especially when it's benefiting your health, your family, your finances. You may have to set people aside for a while till they can see that your change is permanent and that you have a goal that cannot be changed by what other people think about it you need to set deadlines for your goals if if you have a goal and and again when you when you I don't say type this I say write this with your hand there's something about writing things down that makes it permanently available in our minds take a piece of paper write down I want to be healthier in 2022. I want to be physically fit in 2022. I want to have five pounds lost by this time next week. I want to be this weight this summer. And you need to aim for those goals so that you stay focused, so that you stay permanently on your your goals. Galatians 6, 9 says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. You don't want to give up on your goals. You have to write these things down. Set the deadline. What is your timeline to reach your goal? Put it before you. Don't let... What's going on around you, people around you, deter you from making this a permanent way of living. uh, 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. All of us know that the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, do you not know that you are the body of Christ? And it tells us that we've been bought with a price. And in Romans 1 and 2, it tells us that we should present our bodies as living sacrifices. And Paul goes on to tell us that we have to renew our mind. You have to set the goal, put it down on paper, set the deadline, know what the timeline is to reach your goal, and make it permanent in order for you to go to where you want to go to. And everything you write, you need to write it out on a list, and you need to stick to it. And everything on that list, you must stick to and make it happen. Witnessing to people, if if you're going to be a, a, a good steward of God's Word, witnessing also involves the way you carry yourself, the way you present yourself, the way you discipline yourself. Your faith has everything to do with your discipline. And if you're going to be a disciplined individual, the way you structure that is you have a plan. You you have a plan of action. No plan is implemented if there's no action. So you have to put things down the way you're going to go, where you're going to, how you're going to get there. If you don't know how to do it yourself, who, who can help you, the books you can read to help you, the, the uh, seminars you can go to, whatever it takes, you need to implement your plan and make it so that it will not be something that you avoid doing, that you keep in front of you. Matthew seven seventeen says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be open to you. Everything we do has to be prioritized, and we have to know what we're doing. Like I said, if I seek out the people, the information, the knowledge, if I keep pounding, knocking on the doors, finding the people who can help me with this, it will be open to you. That's a guarantee from the Word of God. You say, you've asked God. God has, has pointed you in the right direction because, like I said, what you're going to get is not going to fall out of the sky. It's going to come right here from around you. If you say you wanted a new car, you need to manage your finances to purchase the car. You know, you don't go out and put yourself in a, in a deeper debt for something that you can't afford And then make yourself more miserable. Put yourself back. You you don't want to, as as we read before, forgetting those things that are behind. And uh, we need to keep going forward. We need to know what we're doing, how we're going to go about it. And we need our list. We need to prioritize our list. We need to uh, commit, Proverbs 16:3, commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established. Commit your works to the Lord, and your plans will be established. As long as they line up with what God wants for you, and God wants you healthy. He wants you well because He wants you to go out to do the work, of ministry. He wants you to serve others. So it's not like God doesn't want you to do the things that will provide health to your body. You have to act on your list. That's the action part. The most important thing we do is we act. We have to move forward. It's not a a slow-moving temporary thing that we do is a constant reminder to ourselves that we are moving forward not one that says we are going to stop the other thing we have to do is do something every day on your most important item eating right exercising making it a priority, getting to bed on time, waking up on time. James 2.14 verses uh, uh, 14 through 26 says, What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, And one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled without giving them the things they need for the the body. What good is that? So also faith by itself, it does not have works. It's dead. But someone will say, you have faith. I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works and I will show you my faith by my works. So we have to do something on that list every day. Again, we have our 10 most important things on our list. We've written them down, and then we take some of the, the small things so we get a goal reach, and then we write down the one thing that must happen for us to get successful at our Optimal Health. Thank you so much for listening. I'm James for Karen. We always appreciate you listening. We ask that you come back next week. Keep living fit and doing what matters. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening again.
0: Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, Facebook at livingfit.com.co or call. Until next time, keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you.